Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and for watching on the YouTubes, Anjay Shirt, Nick, and Ivy Brewing. Yes. Uh, I am Rick Camp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski, and uh, Jay, you got to go to Nick and Ivy, which is cool. We'll get to that in a second, but it's it's been a... It's been kind of a sweaty week. Definitely been a rainy week. Oh, my rainy, God. stormy week here in the Chicagoland area. I was at my uh, I was at my mom's house on what was that Thursday or Friday, whichever day there was the second set of tornadoes or the and uh, I was uh, the, the one in Warrenville was like half a mile from my mom's house. Oh, my God. Everything. So, okay? so that was fun. Yeah, everything's fine. But okay. it's just one of those where we're like. Okay, we should actually stay away from the windows this time. Yeah, it was it's been creepy, man. The weather's <laughs> been weird yeah. and I don't I don't like it. It's uh so humid. It's either totally totally dry drought or it's like violent mm-hmm. tornado weather. Um and there's like no in between. And now my yard, the grass is so long in my backyard, it's going to take me probably 2 hours to cut cuz I'm going to go one stretch of my backyard I have to empty the bag, another stretch, and I don't like to mulch mm-hmm. the lawn. Because then I just have like hay all over the place, and I hate that. Mm -hmm. So that's going to suck. Anyway, make sure you're following us on social media at I'm Fat Pod, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Threads. Think that's it, right? I think so. We've got our Patreon page, patreon.com slash I'm Fat Pod. We've got our merch shop, I'm Fat Merch.com, now featuring tie dyed shirts. Very exciting. We've sold a lot yes. of those, man. And I had I got an email about it. Uh, and then I was mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, I kind of forgot about this. <laughs> and then today, before the show started, I said, maybe I should look up how to buy these. So I did. And it's very easy. You go to like the classic tees. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of scroll all the way to the end. And it will be the last option for you in the store is the tie-dye design. So they look good. Uh, people have been buying them up. Uh, so, and you get them in any of our shirt designs. So just make sure you're on that default, mm-hmm. like the classic tea thing. And then like everything at our tea public shop, you can buy whatever color you want. Scroll to the end of that list and you'll see the tie dye option. They look great. They look really cool and people seem to really like them. So jump on that uh, or any shirt. They got the tri blend tank tops, whatever you're looking for. They got it. Cause I don't really like to wear the big cottony shirts. They make me yeah. sweat. I like the tri blend. They're a little bit more expensive, but they're cooler. Mm-hmm. I think they wash a little better. So check it out. Mm-hmm. I'm fatmerch.com. All looks good. It does all look good. Rick's got his on there. Um, I'm fatmerch.com mm-hmm. is a place to go for that. Oh, if you want to kick in a few bucks a month, that would be helpful. You can do that on our Patreon, which I already mentioned, or uh, mm-hmm. via Spotify, via the description in our shows here. Just click in our descriptions. There's a link right in there and you can donate there. Or if you don't want to give us any money, that's cool. Just leave mm-hmm. us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We greatly appreciate that. And, of course, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. All right, on with the show. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, I did go to Nick and Ivy. Actually, I went the day after we recorded, because for, for the first time in forever, you and I recorded yeah. on a Saturday and not a Sunday. 
So mm-hmm. Sunday we drove Addie down to Champagne. She did ISYM, which is Illinois Summer Youth Music. Uh, she went nailed down there. it. Yeah, she went down there for a week for orchestra. And boy, man, we picked her up yesterday, Saturday, and got to see her concert, and it was just unreal. And I described mm-hmm. her like she's a good violin player, a good pianist, and she's got a good like for a junior high school. They do really well, but now she got to go to this ISYM with kids from all over the area, like the state, yep. or Missouri, all over, and it was like an all-star game, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just a different level of uh, orchestration and skill, and she had a like an ensemble solo that was just awesome. Nice. It was incredible. It was such a great thing for her to get down there and get away. So um, anyway, we dropped her off, then came back to Chicagoland, uh, I'm like celebrated celebrate. Yeah, it well, it was it was Yaha week in Chicago for me and hope. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, went to Nick and Ivy shortly after dropping her off in Champaign. And uh, they were had their their fundraiser uh, for the, the, the fire buddies, which was great. Packed house, tons of food out. You know, all the beers were flowing and I walk in and there's Fred Hubner, formerly of the score. Oh, and ESPN nice. He's just sitting at a table by himself. And he's like, hey, good to see you. So we sat down, talked to Fred for about two hours, and uh, it was great. Great catching up. But, man, Nick and Ivy, to be there on a bustling night where mm-hmm. people are there to support the cause and, um, you know, partake in the in the, in the the beers, of course. But, man, everybody in there is happy. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody knows Paul, who's working the bar all the time. Uh, it was just a great time. And Hope got to go for the first time and loved it. So it was just a great time and seeing Fred, you know, just like catching yeah. up on old on old stuff and telling old stories and things like that. It was great. It was just kind of the perfect cherry on top of that night at Nick and Ivy. Uh, so go check them out. They're at 1026 South State Street in Lockport. Um, family owned and operated. Uh, Paul and Christy owned the joint and they try to produce all sorts of beers. It's not just your we're going to shove as many hops as we can into this can. No, it's got something for everybody. And they had a mead, Rick, this week, mm-hmm. an Arnold Palmer mead. Oh, oh God, it was <laughs> awesome. It was <laughs> so good. And we went, we were going through everything, learned on the street. I made Hope try that one, the oatmeal cookie mm-hmm. uh, beer. And we just kind of went through everything. I think I've now tried everything Nick and Ivy has offered since they joined us. And wow. one is better than the other. I'm not, I'm telling you, man, yeah. I've tried them all. And I can't, I can't even pick a favorite because they're all like equally great. So mm-hmm. go check out Nick and Ivy. They've got great food in the area. Um, that Taco Heaven is right there. We went there again. I got another burrito that I couldn't finish. It was so damn big. Hope got El Pastor tacos and loved them. And if you, you know, Nick and Ivy doesn't have food, but they allow free delivery and you can eat right there in the restaurant, in the, in the bar. So it's awesome. So go check them out again. 1026 South State Street in Lockport. If you like beer and you like a good time and you like an awesome atmosphere with no like pretension, Nick and Ivy is yeah. the place to go. There's no snooty, um, you know, craft brewery feel to it. Mm-hmm. It has a very kind of, I, I think the connotation towny bar has a bad connotation, but not to me. Sure. Yeah. Those are the kind of places. It's, very, it's welcoming. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you walk in and you feel like they've known you for years. So then after that, Mm -hmm. like, well, I have a taste for something sweet. And right around the corner, 937 South Hamilton Street in Lockport, Cool Creations, an old school ice cream parlor 
Um, and they served oh, Sherman's cool. ice cream, which I thought was just a Michigan thing. Mm-hmm. I got Milky Way ice cream. Oh, yeah. Dude, the caramel ribbons in this ice cream. It was almost <laughs> like more caramel than ice cream. I know I'm mixing up my caramel and caramel again. I know. I do you're you're speaking everybody. my language, though. Yeah, well, I was kind of like, do I want the Cookie Monster? Do I want to try cookies and cream, which is usually my go-to? And I mm-hmm. like made sure I craned my neck to see the entire selection. They probably like 20, 25 flavors. Milky Way. And I saw how much caramel was in there. Dude, I'm mm. telling you, it was awesome. So that's Cool Creations, 937 South Hamilton Street in Lockport. So if you're going to Nick and Ivy, go to Cool Creations or vice versa. Uh, it's great stuff all around. I had a, We had a great time in Lockport. It's kind of like the nice end to dropping off the kid and kicking off our week by ourselves. Yes, that's <laughs> I thought you were say kicking the kid out and well, having a week to ourselves. <laughs> Same deal. Well, that was, I mean, the, really. it was the first time we'd left her, you know, mm-hmm. and it was kind of good the way they did it. So there's this um, at U of I, there's this concert hall and like they brought in all the campers and then all the parents. And then they're like, OK, time for parents to leave. And we're like, oh, OK, like there was oh, okay. no. Now you're, you know, you got a half hour yeah. to say goodbye. They're like, nope, time to leave. So it was very sudden. Okay, bye. Yeah. And then Addie got upset, <laughs> you know, and then I got kind of choked up. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, I go, listen, I was a kid who always left to sleep over in the middle of the night. That was mm. me. That was me. And I go, there's going to be a time when you want to nope out of this thing and you want to come home. Yep. Don't just mm-hmm. don't fight through it. And you're going to be so glad you did. And then sure enough, you know, Monday night she calls and Brian and Sarah are over and we're, we're drinking as we did most of the, <laughs> most of the week. And uh, I answer the phone on FaceTime so everybody can wave. And she's like already crying. I'm like, oh, shit. So Aww. I had to go take care of that. But she was fine. She just was, you know, it's normal. The first time away from home. Sure. Uh, but she she nailed it. I'll post a video of her uh, performance somewhere. Mm-hmm. I know I, I put out on my Instagram, but it's mm-hmm. excellent. She's. It was just really special. So I'm glad she had a good time. Nice. And like one quick thing on something like that before I get to my first thing. Uh, having bit now, mind you, it wasn't, I don't think it was the same thing. Well, no, because I was in high school. It was like basically like a high school equivalent of like an all area type thing. I think when I did it, it was at Wabonzi possibly. Okay. And it was like, it's just good context also of if you think you're good in your area, here are other people that are good and possibly better in their area. And just everybody, you know, it's one of those where it may sound idealistic, but at least to some people, it does work in the way of like, okay, you see what the bar is. And it's like, if nothing else, it's, it's like, okay, maybe for a lot of the, you know, for a lot of these kids that haven't ever seen people that are been around people that are as good as them when, you know, we're talking like, you know, middle school level, makes everybody who actually kind of cares about it want to get better and know they have to get better to uh to maintain their status definitely and i i she certainly experienced that like that was mm-hmm. she, and she got second chair violin which is that's which pretty is good awesome. like she did yes. you know, and i think there were maybe like somewhere between 20 and 10 and 12 violin players um mm-hmm. and she's good like she knows she's good but i i, yeah. I also think too it's even being in a thing like that, she sees that there's a future in it. 
Like, even mm-hmm. if she's not a recording artist or playing a, a stage on Broadway in Nashville every week, playing her, sure. her fiddle, which is what you call it when you're at a bar, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, she can teach. She can play at a mm-hmm. wedding. She like I told her, like, you will have employment now forever because you can play the violin and you can play the piano and someone will hire you to play their wedding or a funeral or whatever. Yep. And you'll just name your price. Because mm-hmm. people getting married are like, uh, oh, yeah, we should get a violin. Yeah, how much is that? She'll be like, $500. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, yeah, great, sure, fine. There's only two zeros after that. Great, you're in. <laughs> you know, so it, yeah. it was good for her. And to see that she was able nice. to kind of hold her own, too, was, uh, mm-hmm. I think, kind of boosted her a little bit. Of course, as it should. Like, I know when I did the thing, I had, like, I was playing tuba, but I'd been playing tuba for less than, like, three years at that point. Like I'd been playing woodwinds before picking up tuba. So I was like from square one. So like I was in this thing and I was like one of the last chair. It was like, I think it was like five or six. And I was like second to last or something, but I didn't really care because I'm like, "Eh, these guys have been playing brass instruments all their (laughs) lives. Not me. (laughs) I still made it here. You know why? Because I'm an idiot. And that's how I thought. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, there you go. Fair enough. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So I guess they've been doing this at U of I for like 74 years. Oh, wow. It's like some, like the woman who was her conductor mm-hmm. had to be maybe early 60s and she did it. Oh, wow. And she's like, oh, yeah, I came here before. And I was like, wow, this has been going on for a while. So it was cool. And I, nice. you know, that whole world is new to me, like the whole band mm-hmm. and orchestra thing. But what a community and she made a lot of so many good friends and I love, I just, I was so happy for her. It was great. Mm -hmm. And she, all she did, you'll be proud of this all week. She didn't tell us how the camp was or how the songs were going. Pictures of food. Nice. (laughs) That's perfect. That's all we got all week. (laughs) That's great. And it's, it's probably like all, all like the dorm food too, which it's funny because I, I worked in the dorm summer after my freshman year at, at NIU, mind you. But like that was, it's like, oh, I changed my major. I need to catch up on some gen eds here. Let me work in the, uh, you know, work at the residence hall for the food to get free, uh, free room and board for the summer. So I ended up doing that. And that was where I learned the sign language alphabet because we had a really slow day in the dish room. And I'm just like looking at it on the wall and I'm like, okay, A, B, C, D. <laughs> So I started doing that. Anywho. So. Yes. uh, Chronologically, after you went to Nick and Ivy on Sunday. Oh, Jay has prime drink. uh, I went on Monday to a place where it actually kind of ties into a second thing, which for those that know kind of like North Avenue and like St. Charles area where the Geno's East used to be, which is like kitty corner to an old colonial cafe. It's like. North Avenue, I believe the cross street is Tyler. Uh, the address for this place is n- it's now the Southern Cafe, like a breakfast and lunch spot, 1590 East Main Street in St. Charles. Dude, this food was there, there was a lot of it, and it was awesome. <laughs> like what uh, like just the size of the pancake, the, and that's the, the joy of breakfast food. That's a side. Nice. That's a side as part of uh, Sam's skillet that she got. She did a uh, build your own skillet, which for her had a uh, white cheddar, green pepper, and turkey bacon. So we'll, we'll, we'll I'll excuse the last part. Uh, yeah. Charlie just died somewhere. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. But, you know, 
whatever. whatever. At least okay. there's some form of bacon, if you want to call it that. Sure. Oops, that's me. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So what's on? If you're watching on YouTube, that's mine. What I had, which was, and this is the epitome of no bad words. There, stuffed Cajun cheese steak biscuit. It was so good. And anybody who listens knows I'm not the biggest breakfast food person, but man, this was like, for one thing, the biscuits are huge. Yeah, that is a and like substantial. That's only dish. half the biscuit that you see there. That thing is cut in half and all the junk is on top of the other half. Damn. Like it is ginormous. So it had, and also lemonade was great. So but here, I actually have the menu up so I can not mess it up. And yet here I am doing it anyway. Whee. So, yeah, right. I, dude, I'm so tired right now, uh, you know, because God forbid I was actually around people. So being around people, it's like, oh, I actually have to you know, like be on more. Oh, I'm with you on that. And I'm I'm not used to that anymore. Okay. So this, I'm just going to read the description from their menu for the stuffed Cajun cheesesteak biscuit. God. Buttermilk flaky drop biscuit stuffed with shaved ribeye, marinated in garlic butter and Cajun seasoning, grilled with green peppers, onions. It comes with mushrooms if you want. I didn't want them. Then topped with two eggs. It generally comes over easy. I got them scrambled. Smothered in our house-made smoky pepper jack cheese sauce atop oh. crispy hash browns. God damn. Dude, it, like, I had to tap out with like a few a few bites left just because there was so much there. And let me tell you, like the way it's laid out on the plate, you can get everything in each bite, which is key that it's not all like segmented. It's yeah. just there. And it's a fantastic bite because you get a little bit of the uh, you get the hash browns, which are still crispy, even though they're kind of on the bottom right next to the other half of the biscuit. But between the biscuit and the hash browns, you get a little bit of your uh, of your textural difference. The steak was cooked really, really well. And just like, you know me, like Cajun seasoning, anything like that, and really leaning into it, was it was right there for me. So, like, I, there's another location in Roselle. But if you are anywhere near St. Charles and you want a breakfast spot, the Southern Cafe also has, like, a real cool, like, the uh the like inside of it is really cool. It's almost got like a New Orleansy look to it. Okay. So like it because if you think of like an old Geno's East place, a lot of those are like two stories. So there there's more like architectural type stuff they can do to the place, and it was it was fantastic. Like I am not much of a breakfast person. But if I knew that was what breakfast was going to be, I would be more of a breakfast person. Now, as soon as I Googled the website to put it in my notes mm -hmm. to add to the I'm Fat Map, which I'll do. Yes. It says home of the Nasty Biscuit. Yes. So I'm looking at that. And the Nasty Biscuit is a buttermilk mm -hmm. flaky drop biscuit stuffed with our crispy southern fried chicken breast topped with cheesy scrambled eggs and covered in country gravy atop crispy hash browns. What the hell? Yes. I am this going place is here. a must. <laughs> Holy shit. Everything yeah, on this yeah, menu dude. looks amazing. Like, I'm telling you, like, everything I'm reading on that menu, I'm like, 
oh, they thought this out. Yes. Like, this is, it's not just like, here's your biscuits and gravy. Here's your French toast. Here's your whatever. You can get the basic versions of everything if you want. But like, there's layers upon layers upon layers with all of this stuff. And those biscuits are really, really good. They're not like super formed biscuits or anything like that. They look like a natural, like country biscuit and they're great. Okay. Uh, yes. I need to mm-hmm. visit that place. That's, uh, mm-hmm. that's on the list. As you were telling that's me, gonna happen. I texted the link to hope to add to our, uh, we have like a little running thing of places we want to try. Um, nice. The Southern cafe, 1590 mm-hmm. East main street in St. Charles is added. Done. Yes. So there's also a location 511 North Roselle road in Roselle. Okay. So if that's closer to you, there are two locations for it. I can only assume the quality is as good at the other location and that quality level is high. All right. That sounds terrific. I'm as much in. as I wish I was right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> that happened a few times while Eddie was going too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else did we do with that? He was gone. Uh, Hope met me down in the city. Uh, She's Mm -hmm. like, I'm just bored. I got nothing to do today, so I'm just going to come to work with you. I'm like, yeah, cool. So um, went downtown, and uh, we went to J.P. Graziano, which I've talked about on Mm -hmm. this show a million times. Um, But it was my first time going since I had my dental surgery because Graziano sandwiches are big, and their bread is a little bit, like, crispy. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. like, super soft. So with bad teeth, it, it was a no-go. So finally, mm-hmm. I was feeling up to eating it. So I went and got my Italian with the spicy muffaletta dressing. And then Hope got the porchetta sandwich. And uh, bo- I'm sorry, porchetta. He actually, JP, corrected both of us when we said porchetta. And he's like, porchetta? Like, yes, that's what we said. <laughs> yeah, the JP stands for just pronounce it properly. Yeah, well, I'm glad. Educate me. So there's the... Yeah. Uh, there's hopes. That's the the porchetta with the arugula, and then look at this bread. That's from Publican, uh, which is like a very famous Chicago bakery. Uh, mm-hmm. And she said this was the best sandwich she's had from there. Yeah, the uh, the height on that bread is wild. It's huge, and it was like the outer the outside of it was crispy, but the mm-hmm. inside of the bread was was soft, so she can kind of squish it. Okay. And uh, she was only able to take down half of it. I was a little disappointed in her, but. Uh, man, but the best part is we're walking out. So if you've never been to Graziano, it's very old school. You walk in, it's like an old deli. And uh, Jim and, and his whole crew is like, as you walk in the door to your right, they're there mm-hmm. preparing sandwiches. There's someone working a meat slicer. There's someone getting the ingredients. There's someone assembling the sandwiches. It's like a well-oiled machine. So you walk in. He's like, what can I get you? You shout your order at him. He writes it on a bag. Boom. You get in line. You go pay. And then when you're done, they hand you your bag and you leave. So we're walking out. He hands me my bag and then just sneaks me like this little side bag. I'm like, oh, sweet. I don't know what this is. Maybe it's like a new yeah. topping. Two fresh homemade cannoli. Oh, yep. Dude, we ate those before we ate the sandwiches. <laughs> nice. Good call. And they had like the little uh, ah crap. I'm going to it's not maraschino cherry. I know that's wrong. Like the opposite of that. It was like a dark red cherry on each okay. end of the cannoli. And it wasn't all there was chocolate in it, but it wasn't like just totally chocolated, like with little mm-hmm. flecks. It was like chocolate lined inside the cannoli. It was amazing. And I'm not the biggest cannoli guy, believe mm-hmm. it or not, but 
holy cow, this is by far the best one I've ever had. And they sell them. You can nice. see, like, you walk in, so it's not only is it a sandwich shop, you can also buy, like, sliced meat there, too. Um, nice. So in that cooler, there's, like, a little plate that's got a bunch of cannolis, like, kind of pyramided on there. They're all individually mm-hmm. wrapped. Um, so he gave us two of those as we were walking out and got in a car, opened a bag. I'm like, they're cannolis. And me and Hope were like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> we were like lady in the tramp them. You know, it was just, it was incredible. Um, so I know I've talked about Graziano on here before. I will continue to because to mm-hmm. me, it is the best sandwich in the city. 901 West Randolph Street. They're closed on Mondays. I made that mistake before. Yeah. So they're open uh, Tuesday through Saturday, 11 to 4. So that's mm-hmm. that. those are the hours. Make sure you get there by then. Don't plan on a late dinner. Don't plan on going on a Monday or a Sunday, uh, but damn, it is the best sandwich in Chicago. People talk about the Mr. G, which I mm-hmm. have been a little bit worried to try because it has like a mustard truffle oil, and I don't love mustard, so I'm afraid yeah. I'm order this thing and not like it, mm-hmm. but I've also started to just take things as they come and not like adjust them and say, oh, hold this or hold that, and I've not yeah. been disappointed by it yet. Nice. I have a, after you talked about the cheesy gordita crunch last mm-hmm. week, so I went and I tested the theory with the online order, and it worked. And I didn't nice. know that had like a ranch. Is it like a ranch something in there? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, like I didn't know that. It, it's yeah, at least it's like a jazzed up ranch. It's not like just straight ranch. Yeah. So had it, loved it. And then a, a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago, I went to Jimmy John's. I don't know if I mentioned this on the show. They have new wraps too. They have like a jalapeno chicken wrap. And that also Is had Greg Garrett yelling about it. Yes. I still don't get those commercials. <laughs> I don't either. I don't, I don't get why he says Jimmy's John. I don't. It's weird. Right. Um. Anyway, um. it has little like crispy jalapenos in it, like fried oh, up little jalapenos. Okay. And then there's like a jalapeno ranch. Yeah. And I got it the way it came and I loved it. So maybe I'm going to stop mm-hmm. being a little bitch about sauces and start eating whatever the place tells me to eat. Nice. Yeah. I got to be better about that. I got to be better about that too. And actually kind of along with that, if we're, if we're continuing chronologically, at least, you know, me adding in next is, uh, <laughs> so we're recording on Sunday night. So last night, um, I was with Sam over at her sister and brother-in-law's place in St. Charles and they all love, love, love Asian food much more than I do. Or at least I have to this point. So I'll at least say that. And I'm like, well, I'm I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna be that jerk. That is like, well, I don't really like this, and I'm so I'm not gonna try and find something. So like they're like they clearly had a taste for it in our text exchange. So I'm like, I'll find something, it's fine. And you know, to be fair, what I've tried has been good. So we ordered and it's actually in the same strip mall as the Southern Cafe. Ah, convenient. This is, yes, <laughs> this is a Chamber Red Chinese Bistro. The address is not on my screen anymore. That's fun. Uh, 1554 East Main Street. So pretty much right there. And I ended up getting the honey chicken. Okay. And dude, like, I don't know what's in the honey sauce, but it's, Honey sauce, it just says honey sauce, battered chicken, crispy rice noodle, and pineapple. For one thing, the portions are huge. Yes. Like, I, I've i still got maybe not quite half of it, but, like, 
40% of it sitting in there in the fridge waiting for tomorrow. Like that's going to happen. Uh, just because I was out most of the day today. Otherwise I would have had it, but like just the fry on the chicken, even with being delivered, cause we got this delivered to us. So it, I'm like, okay, you know, the fried chicken, who knows how the, the breading is going to be, especially with the, you know, having the honey sauce already on it. Nope. Still, still crispy, still really good. And like, I, I didn't eat the pineapple, but pineapple is something that I like better when it's like with stuff and you get pineapple juice on it than eating the pineapple itself, whatever I'm weird. And between that and the crispy noodles and then having some white rice with it too, dude, I could do that all day. Was it a was it like a grilled or a warm pineapple? Um, it was warm. It wasn't grilled. I'm least, telling no, you, no, it wasn't grilled. Next time you get that, try the pineapple. I know it seems okay. weird, but for some reason, it translates really mm-hmm. well when it's warm and when it's with food. It almost because yeah. it softens it, and it mm-hmm. like, but it remains super juicy. Yeah. So give it a shot with the pineapple next time. Even when you warm it up, just give it a shot. I think you might like it more mm-hmm. than you think. So, yeah, like, I'm glad you're discovering that Chinese food is not all soy sauce based because I know you said last time. I, I, yeah, like, I just, that's one thing that I just know is I don't like soy sauce. I don't either. It's, it yeah. is, it is nothing but salt. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't like soy sauce at all. So, if that was yeah. your deterrent for Chinese food, I totally get why you don't like it. But, like, mm-hmm. you, like, uh, next time, see if they got, like, sweet and sour chicken. You basically yeah. get a tub of chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. Like beautifully fried in like that kind of like yeah. golden batter, and then it's a mm-hmm. it is literally like a red sauce that's a little bit sweet and a little bit sour, and it's sure. you just like pour it over or put it all on rice. It's like mm-hmm. eating chicken nuggets. Yeah. So if people are gonna try, if you want to try this, one thing I'll recommend, and it depends on how your your group or if it's just you eating. If it's just you or everybody wants to have their individual stuff and there's not really going to be much of a sharing situation, that's a KYP know your personnel type thing. Yes. Their classic lunch boxes give you, it just basically makes it more of a meal in the same size, basically for the same weight of food, as opposed to getting the giant thing of meat and then extras on the side. Now, obviously, do you. If you want all the extra and have a few meals, get it. But if you're looking for just like one meal, want to be done, like that, that lunchbox is a good way to get more, like a little bit of everything as opposed to just like all that meat there in, uh, you know, in that one size container, essentially. Yeah. Cause I, the, the other way, any sort of Asian restaurant, you, it really gets expensive when you have to order a whole separate thing of fried rice. Right. Cause they charge like entree prices for that usually. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but when we go to jo- Jojo, it used to be called Joyi. Now it's called Jojo Asian Bistro. Um, we get we just order the entree and then a big fried rice. And that like usually two entrees and their large fried rice will feed the three of us with yeah. leftovers. And you're like, damn, that was kind of a lot. Um, but it's when you look at all the food you get and how many meals you get out of it, it's really not that bad. So mm-hmm. good. I am glad you are uh, expanding your horizons. I, I am mildly becoming an adult. Hey, man, it's good. And like you said, you're not a breakfast guy. You have a uh, yeah. girlfriend who's in her, she in her 20s, like late 20s? No, early 30s. Okay, well, see, Sam, you don't look that. I'm going to shut up. No, uh, 
<laughs> I saw this in the moment where Jay saw the stop sign. I didn't say it. You, I thought Sam was in her 20s. That's all I'm saying. She's the yeah, point I know, is, I know, but it was your face. People need to go to YouTube just for this moment, like timestamp it, whatever, because the terror on Jay's face for a split second was priceless. I know. That was so every every person has been there. I know we can speak for, for every guy has certainly been there of just what I'm not saying anything. Oh God, no, this uh, is go this is this is not the path. Yeah. I, I, I meant to go left. I'm going right. What is happening here? Someone stop me. Yeah. Anyway, she looks like she's in her twenties. There you yes. go. Um yes. you better get used to brunch. <laughs> Yeah, you're dating a white girl in her 20s or early 30s. <laughs> get ready for all yeah. the brunch, Rick. Oh, I know. Get ready. So, I hey, know. man, it's good. You're finding good stuff. You're because ch- I've yeah. been in this. Aside from like the cool stuff we had this week, which is a lot, and I'm going to get to some more of it here in a second. Mm-hmm. I'm in a rut with my food, man. Like, if I'm not in the yeah. mood to cook something at home or prepare a meal, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll like get in my car. I'm like, I don't even. There's nothing even want anymore. Yeah, like. I got yeah, all the essentials around me. I got Culver's, McDonald's, Taco Bell, Freddy's, White Castle, like anything I want to get. I'm just kind of like, yeah, you've got the essentials and Freddy's. <laughs> exactly. Like, what do I even want? I, yeah. Why am I? I don't know. So I've been stocking up on lunch meat and stuff and just kind of doing that. I get it. But I mean, that's hey. You know, we all go through those times. That's why I love that this podcast is not just food. Yeah. It's everything. It's everything as part of the culture. Because then we're not also we're also not just dependent on the food. Well, this week it's about the food. I'm telling you. Yeah, this week this week it's about the food, a hundred percent. But yeah. Uh, yeah, there's definitely there's definitely going to be times where where it's it's not as much about the food, and I I actually love those episodes. Yeah, me too. Me too. That's for sure. Um, by the way, put a ton of miles on my car today. Going or this week, mm-hmm. going to Champagne and back twice. Going to the city a bunch for work and for fun. Um, and I drove it. Put those miles on my Mazda CX-30, which I got at Mazda of Orland Park. They're located at 8910 West 159th Street in Orland Park. Give them a call 708-444-3200. Ask for Eric Vates. I'm going to be calling him tomorrow. We got nice. some business to discuss, and I'm probably due for an oil change considering how many damn miles I've been putting on my damn car. But I love mm-hmm. it. I love getting in that car, and there's no better way to indicate that than after driving to and from Champaign, Back to Homewood, got, got in my house, and an hour later said, hey, let's drive to Lockport and go get Nick and Ivy. And Hope said, okay, sounds good. And we did that, and we did it in style on our Mazda CX-30. We also have a 2015 Mazda CX-5. We're going to be Mazda customers for life because, A, they're outstanding and reliable vehicles with awesome gas mileage, and our buying experience for Mazda of Orland Park was absolutely out of this world. So go test drive a Mazda. Go talk to Eric at Mazda of Orland Park, Mazda of Orland Park. Dot com. Dot com. Okay. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, saw, speaking. Yeah. The, the Fred. I saw Fred. Yeah. It's like, yep. um, I guess he sees, still sees Murph every now and again. And I, I said, I said to not, him, I said, I said to Fred, I go, I take pride in the fact that I still have a relationship, a cordial relationship mm-hmm. with Murph. I feel like I'm the yeah. only person that ever worked for him that he will still talk to or acknowledge. And I feel like that's a badge <laughs> of honor. The fact that acknowledge is part of that is hilarious. Yeah, no, he, I will say this, like for all the years I worked with Murph, 
And for as challenging as it was, because he is mm-hmm. very demanding and very specific. And if you're not the right kind of producer, you're going to go insane. I learned mm-hmm. so much working for him. And he was always cool to me. Like there were one or two moments where I thought he went too far and I let him know about it. And then it yeah. never happened again. Um, and I think we have like a mutual respect for each other. So I know people like to rip on him and I do too from time to time because it was difficult mm-hmm. to work for him. But all in all, he did treat me pretty well. So I'll just say that. Anyway, uh, Friday, by the way, tip for everybody on Earth. Go out on Friday night and make your weekend longer. True. Yes. So Friday, working from home, we do CHGO from home on Fridays. And uh, we've been meaning to go to Bar Taco, which just opened in Wicker Park, 1635 North Damon. It is one of our favorite places. And uh, Brian and Sarah, our friends, of course, our our good friends and your friends. um, One of our favorite places in Nashville. Really nice. uh, High end is probably... I think elevated is the right way to put it, right? Uh, Tacos, Mexican food, uh, cocktails, out of this world. So we've been really excited to go to Bar Taco because we knew it just opened in Chicago. So we we go, and it was excellent. But here's what I'll say. They're new, so I'm going to give them a little bit of a pass here. But first we sat at the bar. We put our name in. There were some seats at the bar. So got a margarita at the bar. I got the spicy margarita, which was killer. I need I need nothing else, by the way. Yeah. From a Mexican restaurant. If you can make me a good spicy margarita, I'm golden. So got that. Finish our drinks just in time for our table to be ready. So we sit down. And on our table is like a QR code. Mm-hmm. And it's like scanning an order to the table. I was like, oh, well, I kind of would prefer mm-hmm. to have like, I don't know, like look at a menu and like pick what I want. So a yeah. server comes by and says you know, introduces herself. And then we say, can we order like from a menu? So she's oh sure. She hands us menus. And then on the menu, you got to like check how many of each thing you want. And then you hand the oh, menu back. It was kind of cool. Okay. So I think we got like between me and hope, probably 12 tacos. They're smaller, like two bites. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. And then we got uh esquites, which is like a low taste. Um, mm-hmm. We got duck burria. You know what burria is like the, the dip. Like the dip tacos. Yes. But it was made with duck. Those were great. Um, but I got like um, chili lime shrimp tacos. They had a sesame sirloin. Was it sirloin? It's like a sesame steak. Uh, so okay. I have an Asian flavor to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, duck and the fish tacos were killer. So it was great. All told, the two, we all pigged out. Like, oh, we mm-hmm. got, you know, guacamole. Bunch of drinks. It was like 130 bucks. That's not bad at all. For four people to eat everything mm-hmm. they want with multiple cocktails, it was super affordable. But like, I didn't love the whole order from your table or don't. And then we had like five or six different people come up to us and help us during the meal. Oh. Like we had the initial so, server come to us and introduce uh-huh. ourselves, give us the menu. Then another guy checked on us, and we're like, oh, yeah, we want to order some more drinks. Then he brought them out. Then, like, a totally different person brought our our tacos out. Hmm. A different person brought us our check. And we're kind of like, who are we supposed to talk to? Right. I don't know that John Taffer would like the systems going going on here. It felt, I will say this. 
it, they've only been open for a couple months, if even okay. that. And I think they were pretty understaffed because there was like a third of the restaurant that just wasn't being used. Hmm. So, and they could have, cause there was a wait time. Like the place was packed except for this little corridor of maybe eight to 10 booths or okay. tables rather that they weren't using, but mm-hmm. the food was great. The drinks were great. Like the stuff that matters was great. The price was fine. And we all ate to our heart's content and it was $130 like before tip per- perfect. Like, we loved yeah. it. So that was great. I just, if anyone connected with Bar Taco is listening, like figure out the serving thing. I think the ordering from the table thing felt, it's too nice of a place for that. Yeah. Like I want, I want human interaction at a place like that. Mm-hmm. Especially after eating at the bar, like starting at the bar and having cocktails, the bartender was super chatty and super nice. Like, engaged like asking us like hey how spicy do you want this like do you want tahini do you want salt nothing it was a very like interactive experience with the bartender and then we go sit and we have like five or six different not super committed to us servers yeah so that was kind of that was my one complaint but the food was terrific and we loved it so then after that Mm -hmm. brian and sarah like let's go to a tiki bar and i said i've never been to a tiki bar before because i'm diabetic and uh, oh. <laughs> I would feel like that would probably not be the greatest thing for me. But we went to Three Dots and a Dash, which is mm-hmm. in, which is downtown, 435 North Clark Street. I- I'm assuming you've never been here? No. Okay. First of all, if you want to take Sam on a cool date that you yeah. might not see coming, this is it. So it's Well, spoiler alert, she listens to the podcast, well, so she'll see it coming. Okay, but still, it's <laughs> Sam, fast forward five minutes. Um, no. right. so you, you're downtown, you're walking through and it's like down an alley. And then there's just this like door that's painted. You open this door and then you go downstairs and it's like tropical. And it's like, a, it's almost like being at Disney where there's like a scent blown in to the hallway to make it feel like, uh, tropical. Okay. and you go down this like, like bustling Tiki bar. And I had to drive. So I only mm-hmm. had one drink. Yeah, uh, but holy crap! I got the sample like everybody's drink, and mm-hmm. it was so damn good. Here's a here's a picture of me enjoying <laughs> my, my oh, oh sassy Jay. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I was unhappy with that photo being taken of me, but whatever. Um, but it was so good. And if you go to their website, like they have like a constant kind of rotating, um, like a constant rotating menu of drinks, that, and they've got their classics uh-huh. too. Um, but I'm trying to find. Good on you for getting the pinky down by the time they took the picture, too. Oh no, I had that the pinky up. That's that's that. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Um, but yeah, like everything they had was so good, and they're all like very, mm-hmm. uh, like creatively made. You know what I mean? Like it's nice. different, uh, different concoctions. Like they had a thing called the yeah. shots to puss, that is literally like uh, arms coming out of a. Uh, like a bowl with um, what do you call it? Dry ice. Here, I can. I'll show. Oh, okay. On the screen for you. So um, there's there's flair with the drinks too. Oh, absolutely. So there's the shots to push, and and so like that is a smoking bowl, and then each of these arms is holding a different shot. There's a sipopotamus. You really did do that quite a few times. While Danny was gone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the the zombie. That's like kind of their flagship drink, but these are like all okay. the shareables. 
right? Like there's one in the concho. It's a hundred dollars, but it serves six people. Uh, but oh, okay. boy, it was just, the, I, I'm trying to find the, Oh, here we go. Okay. The legacy drink. So you're typically like the banana daiquiri is there. The okay. one I had was this one. The, the Poblano v- Escobar is a great name. They do have great names. Uh, Saturn X Negroni, Aloha Felicia is one of the ones. <laughs> I think Sarah got that one is Cocoa Nib Infused Caribbean Rum Blended with Coconut Pineapple and Lime. Uh, the one I got is the Vibe Patrol. Good vibes, babe. It's uh, Blanco mm-hmm. Tequila, Amaro, Montenegro, Passion Fruit, Lime, and hmm. Pineapple. It was excellent. Does it have a bucket hat on it? Uh, no, that is a... <laughs> okay. No, that is a flower. Um, okay. Hope got this strawberry jungle bird, which is a 12 year age Jamaican rum, overproof Jamaican rum, strawberry macerated Italian red bitter. I don't know. LBV port, lime, and pineapple. And then Brian got the painkiller, which I think was my favorite Caribbean rum okay. blend, tangerine, pineapple, and coconut. But if you just go through this, I mean, yeah. it is such a cool place. Uh, I almost felt like not cool enough to be there, <laughs> you know, fair. And this place is way too hip for me. Um, yeah. So that was great. And then finished that up when drove home. Cause we had to go get Addy mm-hmm. the next morning, pick up Addy at U of I just to tie a bow on the week here. Mm-hmm. Addy is hangry. I'm sure you've seen the TikTok this week of the girls like, I worked 10 hours. All I want is wing stop. Yep. <laughs> yes. So that was kind which, by of the Addie. way, same. <laughs> yes. Um. So <laughs> Addie wants noodles and company. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, whatever. Haven't had in a while, but it's yeah. fine. So Addie, yeah. I, I I texted you this, but we're gonna play a game with yes. our listeners. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're gonna. Ha- it's a play along at home game. I'm gonna tell you what we ordered, and I want you in your car or on your run or whatever you're doing, listening to this podcast. Run. There's people that listen to us that run ridiculous um i want you to just play the pricing game with me we're gonna play the prices right nice i got so you gotta go don't you don't just don't go over yes exactly uh which you probably won't i got uh chicken pad thai which is like you know a decent portion with with a a chicken breast on it and Mm -hmm. and a fountain drink okay okay addy got the buffalo mac and cheese Nice. Is, I love their, I I, yeah. I do like their Buffalo Mac and cheese. Yeah. So she, she got that same thing. Fountain drink. Hope got like uh Japanese something noodles and a, and a fountain drink. So think about that. So three, three noodle dishes from a fast food restaurant mm-hmm. and three fountain drinks in Champaign, Illinois. We're not in Chicago. We're not, mm. in, we're not in Manhattan. We're in <clears throat> Champaign, Urbana. Maybe Manhattan, Kansas. Yes. Okay. So lock your answers in now. The okay. total for this meal was $49. That's not great. You know, the funny thing is when you initially asked me, I didn't even think about the fact this was in Champagne and not in the burbs because like every once in a while, I'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll get noodles, you know, like just like... I want something basic. I want to know what I'm getting. I'll get that. So knowing that that's, it's not great. 40. So he's like, do you want your receipt? I go, no. And I go, it's too depressing. I go, did he say 49 or he say 29? Cause he almost like sheepishly was like, that'll be 
dollars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, just charge it. It's been all week. I've been yep. doing this, so whatever. And I'm like, I think he said 49. So I went back. I go, can you print the receipt again? He's like, yeah, I can do that. So he prints it out, mm-hmm. gives it to me. And I, I take the receipt. I look at the receipt, and I look at the menu. I look at the receipt. I look at the menu. Yeah. And it's, like, not adding up. Because each bowl mm-hmm. is, like, 12. So there's... Yeah. Okay, there's $36. Sure. Where's the other 13 coming from? The fountain drinks, though. The drinks were $3 each. And here's the kicker, which is what, which is like the worst, easily the worst thing that Noodles and Company does. Paper straws. I was livid. After paying $50 it, for, for food, I, I, mean, I got to eat out of mm-hmm. a, I got to drink out of a paper straw. There's nothing worse than you wanting something to stay firm in your mouth. And then the second it gets there, it just wilts on you. What? It's going to let it hang. It's going to let it hang there in ether forever. That's the point. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully it's able to stay. You don't want to hang in there, but it will. But it will wilt if it's a paper straw. So paper straws are bad. Granted, right? Because they stick to your tongue they're a weird texture mm-hmm. they fall apart quickly the thing i hate about them the most is that it yeah. leaves like you leave food stains on your straw and it makes you look like a slob like if you eat something with any I, kind of color to it as soon as you take a drink there's gonna be like a stain from that food on your i don't like that it makes me feel like a loser i actually hadn't even thought about that oh well, jay you don't need a straw to feel like a loser thank you you're right about that Yes, but, but if you want to feel like a winner and not pay forty nine dollars for some basic ass shitty food, <laughs> go to Fredo's Culinary <laughs> Kitchen because it's less expensive than that and it's fifty times better. You heard me, Noodles and Company, suck it. Six twenty eight South Roselle Road in Schaumburg. <laughs> Fredo'sPizza.com. I'm sorry, I am Clint Eastwood <laughs> over this shit. <laughs> Fredo'sBakery.com <laughs> at Fredo's Pizza on Instagram. That forty nine dollars for some freaking noodles. Anyway, you won't pay that Hubbard much for Hubbard over here throwing his pen. Seriously, you won't pay anywhere <laughs> near that much for anything at Fredo's. I promise you. I promise you yeah. that. Go get the Amfat Burger, the Amfat Grilled Cheese, the Amfat Pizza. Get the giant mozzarella sticks, the Cajun Bites. Get a burger. Get a hot dog. Get whatever you want. I promise you it's going to be way better and way cheaper than anything in Noodles & Company. That's a damn Amfat podcast guarantee. And I promise you're going to absolutely love it. Listen up now, too. Do you have an anniversary coming? Do you have a mother's birthday or father's birthday or someone you're close to that needs a gift? Thoughtful, delicious, Fredo'sBakery.com. Get the cookies. Get the brownies. Everything there is absolutely great. Rick and I still say the best cookies we've Mm -hmm. had are from Fredo's. Not Crumble. Not Insomnia. Fredo's has the best cookies in Chicagoland, possibly the world, and their brownies are to die for too. That's Fredo'sBakery.com. But for the Fredo'sPizza.com, you want to save ten percent on your order every time you go there. You can use the use the promo code I'm Fat for your online orders, and you'll save ten percent at Fredo'sPizza.com. Get out there, do it. It's great, great stuff. All right, I got one more thing here. Uh, to, earlier today, Sunday, 
I was at a place that anyone who has been to any score events or has ever worked at the score knows very, very well. <laughs> yes. I was at real time sports in Elk Grove village. And the sad part is of all the things in life that I can't remember, I can, I still remember the address to real time sports without looking it up. Mm. Why? So my brain is stupid. It doesn't remember important things, but I can remember 1120 West Devon. <laughs> So 1120 West Devon in Elk Grove Village. I was there for, for any of those that are nerds like me in the fantasy football community, uh, the Scott Fishbowl was having the live draft, the live Chicago draft at uh, real time. And for one thing, it was an absolute blast. Got to see, uh, you know, like you got to see Fred at Nick and Ivy. I got to see our old friend that maybe a lot of people don't know, but uh, one of the like promotions and then marketing people, uh, when we were at the score, Ryan Williams, who also does a lot of great fantasy work for FanDuel, uh, fantasy and betting work. So he's someone you should be following. Uh, find him on all the social medias. And uh, But still, just so here's the layout is we have four drafts going on in their two private rooms. So a lot of people that seem like they should be P1s to the podcast in there among the group. <laughs> yes. And... Everybody has their laptops. There's buckets of beer everywhere. There's nowhere for any of this food to go. But I was hungry enough where I'm like, I can't wait anymore. So, like, their food I would always consider, and this this falls into form as well, good, not knock your socks off. Right. So, so I was like, fine, I'm drafting. I don't need, like, an otherworldly food experience because, honestly, it would also probably distract me from uh, what I was trying to do in terms of drafting an average fantasy football team. Uh, but I got, I just got the sliders, but what's nice about their sliders is all the different varieties you can get. Yeah. They got a lot. So in one order, you get four sliders. So I got two cheeseburger, which just came with ketchup, mustard, pickle. Cool. A chicken parm slider. Ooh. Yeah, buddy. That was, did it ever, that uh, was good on it. It did. Nice. And then a Buffalo chicken slider. So four sliders, really good, and an F ton of tots. Because she's like, oh, do you want sweet potato fries, regular fries? You know, we got, uh, we got tots. I was like, tots, tots. <laughs> always tots. tots, yes. Tots, always tots. Tots are delicious. Also, very high floor item. So the tots, were, the tots provided the nice floor, a little bit of ceiling with those sliders, but also a nice high floor item. I was very sad. I wolfed those suckers down. Like they were really, really good. Just like if you, if you're there, you like, let's say you're there to watch a game. You don't necessarily want a full meal. Maybe you're having a drink at the bar, whatever. Those sliders are a great option. And just it, so many tots that it came with. It's essentially like, okay, here's a big plate. Here's four sliders. Let's dump the thing of tots until it's full. And that's pretty much what they do. That works. So especially in that type of setting where like, you know, you're doing other stuff. It's not your sole focus. Uh, it was a really good meal. And, uh, and like re real time is so good for events with e whether it's those private rooms or the fact that like they have a bunch of different areas segmented off to where if you have like a birthday party or, or whatever you're celebrating, it's a re it's a great spot to be able to do that at. So uh, yeah, real time, always good. Everybody knows it. 
everybody knows where it is like 1120 west of on like it's right off of the elgin o'hare mm-hmm. so it, it's always good like you always know what you're getting you're getting tvs you're getting you're getting the beers that you want and you're getting really good food yeah so, there's yeah. a reason every important score event is held there because they do a great yes. job at accommodating they the service is wonderful uh the food's good you know like you said mm-hmm. it's not like oh my god world changing but everything you get there is good which is yes. a nice added bonus it's a good thing to have when you mm-hmm. have a restaurant yes all absolutely right. so right. also just like check out if, you, if you're a fantasy football person at all hit at the old hashtag sfb13 uh scott fishbowl 13 and uh it's a fun it's a fun thing that goes on and it's like the fantasy football community doing essentially doing one big league together to help raise money for charity Nice. So it's uh, it's really cool that this past week has been the biggest week for live drafts and some of these slow drafts, the offline drafts or online drafts, I should say, have started as well and are, are pretty close to uh, completion. So, yeah, if you're a fantasy football person, it, it's a good thing to, if nothing else, keep an eye on. And there's always ways to win seats in it for next year. Sweet. That sounds great. Um, one more little thing I wanted to mention, uh, Joey's Red Hots, which I've mentioned here before. There's one in Mount Greenwood. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch all over the place. But we wanted to go out to Burkhart's in Mokina today because they've always got great specials on meat. Like to get, mm-hmm. you know, we were looking for ribs. We ended up not getting ribs because they weren't on sale, but we got a bunch of chicken thighs that we air fried. Different story for mm-hmm. a different day. But we stopped at Joey's Red Hots in New Lenox, 217 East Maple. And I... I've been to the one in Mount Greenwood. I've driven past other ones. I think this might be the biggest of them. Hmm. Their menu had literally everything. Like your basic burgers and dogs, corn dogs, pizza puff, all those things. The Italian beefs, all that kind of stuff. They had a full Mexican menu, which was also like not just like steak or chicken they had a lengua, which is tongue, like authentic mm-hmm. Mexican things. They had an entire cooler full of gelato, probably 16 flavors at least of gelato, maybe 20 wow. flavors of gelato. Um, uh, pizza by the slice, like breaded steak sandwiches, ribs. It was like, wow. Yeah, it was like patio level menu, Um, you know, but not as like i don't know patio has like this weird i can't really define patio it's, no i guess i think of it as barbecue first yeah but it's but it's not fast food no but it's also they do have a drive through and like mm-hmm. i don't know i think it's like the f- i would call it more fast casual with a drive through than fast food yeah so i would say that joey's probably still falls in the fast food category like imagine mm-hmm. like a like pops if everything was like turned up 10 degrees you know what i mean like okay and really big with a lot of tables and it i was i was just it, it was not like crazy great i got a burger hope got uh, a couple slices of pizza Addie got a hot dog and they were all great everything was really really good what you'd expect but i was just blown mm-hmm. away by the size of the menu like we walked in and i was like I don't even know where to begin. Like it took me a good. It's like I thought that minutes. was I thought that was wallpaper. That's the menu. Yeah, the menu was a, excuse me was extensive and really really good. So I don't know if all Joey's are like that. I know the Mount Greenwood one is not. It's mm-hmm. a lot smaller. It's more like just kind of the basics. Um, but the one in New Lenox, two seventeen East Maple, 
Um, just a massive menu. So Joey's Red Hot, check it out. It was good. I enjoyed it. All right. Nice. Has the time come, Rick, to ask the fats? Oh, we are way past time. All right. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. Ask a Fat is brought to you by our buddy, Charlie the Bacon Guy, and here he is with this week's Bacon Report. Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, rosemary, six pepper, jalapeno garlic, chili lime, and a couple French toast left. I'll be making a bigger batch of French toast, and it'll be ready by the end of the month, if not the first week in August. Bacon jams are the original, the bourbon, couple cherry jalapeno left, and chorizo bacon jam is ready to go. As always, get your Charlie the Bacon Guy merch, t-shirts, hats, beanies, magnets, buttons, stickers, coffee mugs. I think the coffee tastes much better out of a Charlie the Bacon Guy coffee mug, but I'm biased. It's science. <laughs> we will be out of town starting Friday the 21st uh, for about a week. So if you want your orders for this week, get them in quickly, and I'll make sure it happens to get to your door before I leave. If not... Keep sending us orders, and I'll keep getting them ready to go. Special thanks to the CHGO sports team for having me in last week. It was a lot of fun, and uh, really good to see how the bacon gets made. Hmm. Anyway, for the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. Ah. Uh, that well, that's an energetic Charlie. Oh, he was excited. He brought us a bunch of uh, bacon at, at CHGO. It was awesome. Uh, I got to try the uh, French toast bacon. Yeah, which I wasn't really sure what to expect. I know it's, that's just a picture of bacon, um, but uh, that is a French toast bacon, and it was awesome, awesome. Mm. And then next to that, you could see the giant bowl of the chorizo uh, bacon jam, which he kind of reformulated because he said yeah. like the first time he made it, it was a little too salty and too greasy, so he kind of went back to the drawing board on it and perfected it. So that giant tub of chorizo bacon jam was completely gone. By the end of the day at CHGO, all the bacon was gone. It was just terrific. He brought the Jardinier, the ranch, and the French toast bacon, and people were just... I know CHGO is producing some videos of of everybody's reaction reviews, and you can mm-hmm. see how much Charlie's bacon is loved because it's just awesome. So nice. order it, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com, charliethebaconguy on Instagram, or at czthebaconguy on Instagram. Twitter. All right. If you want to leave us a voicemail, very easy to do. 708-858-3314. That is the number for the fat phone. We've got a pair of voicemails today. Let's get started. Good evening, gentlemen. This is Tony from the South Northwest suburbs. I just finished listening <laughs> to this week's episode. Uh, Jay, you have to get out of the South more. You talk a lot about going to the softball games up in Rosemont. Paradise Pup is literally three miles away, about eight minutes, a little bit north on River Road. That's where Displains is, just north of Rosemont. Enjoy your burger. All right. Paradise Pup it is. But uh, can we... Good evening, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. This is Tony from the south-northwest suburbs. South... South-northwest... Yeah, the south northwest suburbs. So uh-huh. I, I guess that's just the western burbs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's pretty much the south north. It's just right in the middle. So right. just right down 290, I'm guessing. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. If your if your dick was getting kicked in by the weather this week, that's where he was. Ah, yes. <laughs> maybe, his, maybe he was blown south. Anyway, all right. Noted. Uh, Paradise Pup. Next time I go to Athletes <laughs> Unlimited, which should be very very soon because the championship season is starting, I will go to Paradise Pup. No, not that. Hey boys, right. this is Bobby D calling, and I wanted to add your hot dog at home preparation suggestions. And what I've got here is the air fryer. Use an air fryer on a hot dog for about seven minutes, maybe five. Check it after five. Especially the natural casing hot dogs, such as like the Frankfurter from Reams Market out in Melbourne. Um, most markets have natural casing hot dogs. It's outstanding. But a regular hot dog would probably work just fine, too. I haven't tried it. But, uh, yeah, give it a go. The air fryer for your hot dog makes it nice and crispy on the outside, hot and juicy on the inside. Thank you. All right. That's a good idea. The air fryer is good for everything. Dude, I, I freaking love the air fryer. And uh, this too. week, uh, we discovered at Costco, by the way. I'm, hmm. Maybe you've never had these. You're not a big breakfast person, so probably not. But Starbucks has these little egg bites. They're like, you know, silver dollar size egg bites. Okay. And they're just like Gruyere cheese and bacon and egg. And they're in these little like half domes that are like silver dollar size. They sell them at Costco now. They're in like sous vide bags. So just rip mm. those open, put them in the air fryer for like seven, eight minutes, and they're perfect. So if you like those uh, egg bites at Starbucks, go to Costco and get them there. They are just like getting them from Starbucks. Actually, I would say even a little bit better because you're air frying wow. them and they're great. So there's a little pro tip for you. I have not had those because I'm not a breakfast person pretty much. Yeah. And also I, it's probably good for me that I don't get to Costco because I mean, let's be honest. Like I don't, I don't have the largest selection of things that I eat, but the things that I eat, I eat plenty of them. So if I was able to get said things in larger quantities, it'd be problematic. I don't know if that's worth it for you to have a Costco membership. No, not for just me. Even as like a family of three, we don't, I mean, I don't know. We don't you we don't use it as often as I wish we would. Not that we're super. Mm -hmm. I did realize the one in the South Loop is very close to me, so I can just stop on my way home from work and just run in sure. real quick if I need something. Um, but I don't know. Like, how often do I need seventy five ding dongs? You know, <laughs> you'd be surprised. No. Um, what I did buy today though when we went was I got the uh, like the Kirkland, which is their brand. Of yeah. just burgers, like uh, third pound uh, burger patties, because I knew mm -hmm. that uh, Brian and Sarah and, and their kids were coming over and I was going to throw some on the grill. Just cooked them from frozen. They were great. They're just very, very simple. They're not nice. overly big. They cook up real fast. So those are really good. And I knew I do. I did find out, mm -hmm. too, that they sell mm -hmm. the hot dogs they sell at the at Costco. You yeah. can buy a big pack of those. So next time I'm there, I'm going to get those and grill those up because those will be good, too. Okay. Another reason I don't I, I don't go to Costco, I have to carry things up myself. Yeah. And while I have there's an elevator in the building. If I have any skill at this point in time, which if you ask prospective employers, there's not many of those. Mm. But if I have a skill, it is being able to carry as many groceries as I want up to uh, my unit in my building in one trip. 
Yeah. So like recently I did this and this wasn't the smartest because I, I was kind of dead by the time I got to my place. <laughs> I did not want to make multiple trips. It was about to rain. So, and it would have meant going back out in all that humidity. So I didn't want to do that. Yeah. So in one trip, I brought up two cases of water, a six pack of toilet paper and four bags of groceries and opened all the doors myself, hit the elevator buttons myself. No one there to help me. Mm. That's commitment. I think that's pretty good. You got to get one of those little old lady like grocery wheel wheelie things. Yeah. The, <laughs> the problem with those is the cases of water. Yeah, true. The cart. There comes yeah. Rick with the cart. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a, that's an accomplishment, man. Yeah. Props yeah. It's you. like, oh, what's your skill? Pack mule. Okay. <laughs> Lugging shit. Great. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Hey, that's Good impressive. Job. Way to go. All right. Let's ask the fats and then wrap this up. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. All right. I have a long long email to start with and if you want you to have email us or in peace yes it is uh i'm fat at gmail.com but this is so well written that i feel the urge to read it uh it's from signed a fat suburban dad who doesn't mind living in a flat place more context coming greetings fellow fats first congrats on 200 episodes i heard you guys use the term scene and that's it so many times i find myself talking right back at the podcast because everything is so damn relatable but I wish to do more than offer my bouquets. I wish to tell a tale of a place that is both fat heaven and fat hell, a place of delights for the eyes and for the stomach, Italy. Of course, you recognize its distinctive boot shape from all the delicious pizza maps. And on our travels, we discovered much more of the pizza envelope and ate lots of pizza. Italy is fat heaven. My friends, to Italy's great shame, they have not heard of an Italian beef. Nevertheless, I ate. I ate pizza, I ate pasta, I ate lasagna, bread, meats, cheeses, olives, sfogliatelli. Rick, any help on that one? Uh, no. S-F-O-G-L-I-A-T-E-L-L-E. Sfogliatelli? I don't know. Careful. Uh, gelato. So much gelato. Even schnitzel and apple strudel. I drank wine. I drank beer. I consumed like a warrior glutton. There are no bad words in Italy. Or are there? Italy is fat hell. Italy is a beautiful country filled with history, natural beauty, friendly people, and humidity. It was never dry oh, no. ever. Also, Italy isn't flat anywhere. Steps, hills, mm. inclines. The dread of walking downhill knowing before long I would be wheezing my way back up. <laughs> Did I mention the almost in Austria part of Italy? It's gorgeous. The Dolomites, the Italian Alps, is a special place. And there seem to be major fat hacks, namely cable cars that take the climbing of the mountain out of the picture, buy a ticket, get whisked to the top of the mountain after getting over the, is this going to hold my big ass fears? And what's at the top of the mountain? Restaurants. They call them hutes or refugios, and they're full of food and booze. But you know what else is t on top of these mountains? More climbing. What looked like a fat hack turned out to be a rigorous exercise delivery system, like an escalator <laughs> to that drops you off at the beginning of several swallow cliffs. <laughs> but my friends, the seven I think I went to college with that guy. 
<laughs> swallow glyphs. Uh, yeah. But my friends, the seven circle of fat hell came on the beautiful Amalfi coast. There we found all the sea a man in a shirt cared to swim in and stairs. So many stairs. And after a tired day of climbing stairs, I approached the end of our, the bed of our Airbnb, which came with a beautiful view. But these postcard towns that seem to go endlessly uphill from the sea aren't near a value city or an Ikea. The furniture is sort of garage sale chic. On that first night, I was retiring to bed. I put on the required fat guy accessory, my CPAP mask, and laid down <laughs> for a night of rest. As I attempted to adjust my position on the comically hard mattress, it happened. With a loud crathunk, the spindly oh, little no. leg of the bed exploded. It was the Orca, and I was Jaws, reducing it to splinters. I'm quite certain we need a bigger bed. My mind jolted from light slumber, raced both confused and yet quite certain of exactly what had happened. After a lifetime of avoiding wicker and rattan furniture, of testing and swapping out suspect chairs and stools in bars and restaurants, or buying the industrial strength soccer chairs and standing rather than being the last person to ever sit on a structurally unsound chair or bench, I'd done it. I broke a significant piece of furniture. Nice. <laughs> My wife barely woke up. Sleepily asking what happened and then returning immediately to her dreams on the slightly angled side of the bed. In the meantime, I was left to sleep with my head a solid foot above my feet and my the entire girth gradually oozing towards the floor as the night went on, fearing at any moment an aftershock that would take another leg. The management of the <clears throat> Airbnb took it in stride. The next day, a carpenter arrived and replaced the offending leg along with the others. He even added some bonus legs for support. <laughs> He could see that he was what he was up against, and this old world artisan answered the call. Anyway, I've seen some things, but I'm here to talk about it. Thanks for indulging my tales of fat triumph and or fat woe. Also, jokes about the CPAP aside, fellow fats, ask your wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, husbands, whatever, if you stop breathing in your sleep and get that checked out. Sleep apnea is no joke and will kill you, the more you know. Again, great podcast. Also, Italy is definitely worth visiting, despite the various fat pitfalls or fat falls that is from a fat suburban dad who doesn't mind living in a flat place that is from stonecutter uh, <laughs> hey that is that's an, that's an inside joke it is well written no. and i liked it thank you very much oh 100% you know what you know what my immediate thought is after after hearing that i'm never going to italy this is this is the bad place <laughs> yes absolutely it seems like it's fantastic and then the other and then the other shoe drops yes spoiler alert it's not yeah exactly all right can you tackle oh, the second one <laughs> i think i can handle the, the right. second one that was that was awesome that like, was very for well as done. much as we for yeah for as much as we gave that crap for being a long email that was really well done and like that's the essence yes thank you very that's good. what we're looking for very good all right this is from bob in in the yuka valley the yuka valley i just put a the in there bab. i need to go to bed bab in yuka valley california guys i turned on I, I turned on to these fruit loops jumbo snacks a few months ago i mentioned them last week they are readily available at stater or Stater brothers markets a quality supermarket chain in southern california keep up the good work and satisfying podcast entertainment all right. See, that's the type of contextual info that we need because we don't make it out to California very often. For me, if ever, basically. So to have have fats across the country checking in and giving us that type of stuff for other fats that are living in different parts of the country, 
Thank you. Yeah. So there you go. Statter Brothers Markets have Fruit Loops Jumbo Snacks. The more you know. Yep. All right. I think we did okay. it. Okay. We did. The, I think we even came into this one being like, yeah, I think we have some stuff. Are we going to need some more stuff? Yeah, maybe. And then, oh, look, an hour, 15 minutes later, here we are, like as we always do. The email saved it's us. the joy of it. They It really did. All right. Follow us on all of our social media platforms at I'm Fat Pod. I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon, Spotify as well. If you like, I'm Fat Merch.com. The t shirts are selling. Get yourself a tie dye t shirt. Doesn't matter which uh, which design you want, just get it with tie dye and it immediately makes it better. YouTube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast to subscribe and then like each video. Even if you're not watching each video, just like them helps us boost the numbers a little bit. And speaking of boosting numbers, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe and resubscribe to the regular podcast feed. Let's juke those numbers and leave us the old five-star review. That would be huge for helping us in moving up the rankings. And the you know, really the best thing you can do, check out our sponsors, Char the Bacon Guy, Mazda Vorland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. So for Jay, I'm Rick. This is the I'm Fat Podcast. Mustard's Acid Yellow Dressing. Relish, verdant, green, so vibrant. Onions, tomatoes, cucumbers cut into vegetables refinement.